Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. This is season number four, episode number 40. My guest today, I have never met before, but I'm really looking forward to the discussion. Her name is Heather Hansen O'Neill. She has, for over 19 years, been firing up audiences to move through fear and achieve massive results. Uh, She likes helping her clients go from unsure, distracted, and struggling to becoming focused, profitable, and joyful. Uh, Those of you that know me, listeners that know me, and maybe clients and have worked with me before, I am a big fan of what I would consider the self-help books, literature, speakers, just about maintaining a positive attitude. So much in life is mental. And so Heather is an expert in this area. So first and foremost, I'm going to really enjoy that because it's a, an area that is very important to me. But uh, there's some specific things that I had wanted to go over with her, given the fact that this is being recorded in the fall of 2020, and we're still dealing with the pandemic and the economic shutdown. It's been a really challenging year, and I wanted to talk to Heather about some aspects of that that uh, I've been thinking about. So Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Chris. This is so exciting. I, uh, I do the mindset thing all the time, but how fun to come on your podcast. I love it. So when I think when we first reach out to you and you heard that I am a certified financial planner and the show is Simply Financial, uh, I think I heard from Dan, who helps me with such <laughs> things, that your first reaction was maybe it wasn't a good fit for you. Is that right? Yes. You know what? I I have learned through my numerous years that I do what's in my sweet spot, you know, and and I am not a financial guru and and I'm going to say no to things that don't fit. But what I am successful in business, I think, I guess it's unusual nowadays to have a business for over 20 years. And actually, I know you, you gave me the benefit of a year there. So um, it's actually 20. So, uh, <laughs> but I did tell Dan, I said, you know, my expertise lies in mindset, in, in how I help my clients make more money, but it's really because they changed their mindset. And he thought that it was a good fit. So here I am. Yes, I think it's a good fit too. Uh, so you work as a speaker. You're also an accomplished author and you coach uh, individuals as well as the companies bring you in at certain times, right? To speak with say a division or a sales organization, things like that is... Yes. Yeah. It's all of those things. But basically the message that I speak about is the same. I just do it in different formats for how clients need to hear it. So for instance, and actually I guess this is applicable here. I just got um, contacted by two different financial services companies. I have to do I do, not I have to, I get to do a lot of work with companies like that. And right now, unfortunately, it's a different reason than what through the years I have. So they come to me with things like, I have to lay off a lot of people and I, I don't want to do that. How do I do that so that it preserves their dignity, their opportunities moving forward and you know, keeps us profitable and keeping the people who stay motivated. And these are amazing questions to me because this means that the company cares. 
Absolutely. They're, you know, when somebody comes to me, it's because they care about their employees. And, and I think that's in, very powerful. And when they are able to give their employees and even the ones that aren't staying tools to be more successful, those employees are going to remember that. And they're going to talk very positively and very Absolutely. loyally about those companies. And I think that's important. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. So as I said at the outset, I had a few things I wanted to pick your brain on. Sure. Uh, things I've thought about through all of the craziness that we've experienced this year. So reading through your background information, you describe yourself as an igniter of people's inner fire. What a great statement. <laughs> it seems to me, Heather, that um, many people and even businesses, small and large, are, are struggling through all this, struggling to be focused and joyful. It's unprecedented, of course, what we're dealing with in terms of the pandemic and just all the changes and the economic shutdown. So uh, I know it's a broad question because some people struggle more than others. Everybody has their own challenges. Um, but but what, do you, what do you say about the current environment this year? It's, it's really unprecedented, right? It is. It really is. And there's, you know, it, it has the power to dim the light. So you mentioned that I consider myself an igniter of people's inner fire. And it, it is what I think that when I mentioned the sweet spot, that's my sweet spot because I can see people. I see um, what their gifts are and where they may be struggling. And I help to fan the flame, the, the, the passion, the motivation, the focus, so that they can come back to what they do really well and stay joyful during it. Now, you mentioned that we're struggling, you know, we're struggling, we're losing business, whether you are um, an entrepreneur who, whose clients aren't able to do as much business with you, or whether you're working for a company, maybe you've been furloughed. There's a lot of things that are happening right now. And um, we need more than ever to keep that fire lit, to surround ourselves with people who do that for us, that remind us, that refocus us. And, you know, I think that when so many outside influences impact people, that's when we really need to look within. Now we need to find that inner fire because we get to choose where we focus, right? There's always, now this is, yes, you mentioned unprecedented times. This is different than what we've experienced before. But there, if you think back through your life, it hasn't always been rosy, right? I mean, maybe it has for you, but for me and for most of my clients, it hasn't been rosy. So there are things throughout life that are external to us that impact our lives, right? But some people do really well and some people are in a state of constant and intense stress. And it really comes down to the mindset of where you focus and how to take positive action that, that really helps. Because when we get in that state of fear, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. And, and it's, a, it's a clutching state. We get stagnant and we stop movement. And, and we just, we don't know what to do. And that stress causes health issues. It causes us to, to intensify our financial issues. But when you can shift the focus to 
you know, how we can stay strong, about how we can stay focused and motivated and, and have a plan of action for staying productive, then you're going to be able to succeed because then you'll be able to kind of bob and flow and find the opportunities because there are opportunities and people are doing really well, not all of us, but some people are doing really well. And even when you have a business like mine, let's just take mine for instance, I've had my business for a very long time, but what I do, a good portion of my income comes from live events, speaking in yeah. front of large audiences. Now, as you can imagine, my, that has been impacted. Is it dried up a little bit, Heather? Uh, you know, it's like, what? I can't do what I love. I can't do what makes me money. But I had a choice. I could have just gotten stuck and, and felt fearful and and stopped moving, but that's not who I am. And so I, I thought about what my gifts are, what I do really well, and my topics are overcoming fear and change. These are relevant topics in today's world, very relevant topics in today's world. And so once I recognized and, and came back to that, then I was able to say, okay, well, maybe I can't do it the way that I always have, but I have something that my clients need. So now what? So I just went to my clients and said, how can I help you now? So I've been doing a lot of virtual events for them. We get creative on what they need. I've actually built deeper connections and gotten more referrals now than I have through the last couple of years because of the, the new way that I go about helping my clients. And I think a lot of people out there are leaving money on the table when they stay in that stuck state and don't move their way through the fear to some positive action. Thank you for that. You said something early on, and, and I forget exactly the terminology that you used, but I understand that one of the keys to, to happiness and fulfillment, or to use your terminology, you know, to have inner fire, is you have to believe that you, you have control, that you can make things happen. And, and I believe fully in that. And it's that mental part of um, being positive. But it seems to me this episode, to a certain extent, comes in conflict with that because I know business owners that have tried to open up, say, a restaurant and they run into problems with the inspector in the town and zoning and stuff like that. But that's like individual to them. This is the first time I've ever seen where you have people, and I'm not speaking ill of the government, it's just, it is what it is, but where you have the government saying, if you're a restaurant, you can't open up. If you're a gym, you can't open up. If you're a hair salon, you can't open up. Or if you can't open up, you can only have 25. So there's that loss of control through this mm -hmm. that I think adds a different level of stress to a wide variety of people. Instead of it being like individual, it seems like now we have just huge classes or even regions mm -hmm. that are dealing with this at the same time. That makes it a little more difficult, doesn't it? 100%. It has the capacity to make things more difficult. However, <laughs> when we look at, I think hands down the uncertainty of our current situation is one of the biggest issues. And you mentioned oh, absolutely. That, uncertain times. And we don't know. We don't know what's going we don't know what's going on with the schools we don't know what what's going to how long it's going to last when you have a light at the end of the tunnel and you know i am in a really difficult time right now but i know that things are going to get better in six months 
it's, it's much easier to stay confident and take action, right? We have no idea yeah, when absolutely. this is going to end. That uncertainty is like, um, it's like a black cloud that can follow people around and greatly impact their mental state, which greatly impacts their ability to connect with other people and take right actions for their business and their profitability. Now, having said that, what happens when you're uncertain? What is, what is the best thing to do? Come back to what you are certain of right? The best way when you're feeling out of control is to come back to what you control. And you, 100%, you meaning anyone out there who is listening right now, 100% has control over how they think about this situation, how they feel about what's going on and the actions, the responses that they have. They cannot control when this is going to end. They cannot control what the government says, but they can control the response. And oftentimes when people are in an intense state of stress, they forget and they, they let that, that power that they have slip through their fingers and they just give up that control and allow these external situations to impact their state. And what I want to encourage people to do is to take back control of their lives. Take back control of what you actually control. Control meaning you get to view the situation. Yes, you mentioned about restaurants, right? So there are restaurants right now that are doing very, very well because why? Because they chose to look at what they could control. And then they changed. They were able to change the way they did business. They looked at and asked their clients, you know, what do you want? And they're like, people are like, you know what? I really want to be able to eat your great food, but I can't come there. Okay. So if we did a takeout menu, what would that look like? Maybe my current menu isn't conducive for takeout, but I can change it. I can innovate and come up with things that will, would enable you to have a different experience, a new experience. People are coming up with different ways of doing business that is actually incredible increasing their business and other people aren't. And I'm not saying that everybody can, but when you can, and if there's something that you can control, take it back. So in terms of the control, there's lots of evidence about, you know, having goals, having write down your goals, have goals. And I imagine most listeners are familiar with that thinking. And so that's, that's like, I have a goal of, you know, doing X in a year or in five years, whatever the case is. How do you balance out during these stressful times that, that loss of control between the goals, which often would have gotten interrupted and mm -hmm. you know maybe even gotten blown up, at least for the time being, and compare that to like what you could do each day? Because Heather, I know for me, I've been a financial planner for my entire career, uh, so that is uh, 28 years. So I've been at this a while, and I can say that the couple of months say March through July were some of the most difficult that I had. Right. Part of it was business-wise, but part of it was just for the first time ever, like you couldn't do what you normally did. I was accustomed to the market's struggle. So here's, here's the prescription, you know, here you do X, Y, and Z, and this is how you could help your clients, help your business, but that wasn't available. Mm -hmm. And then you have the overlay of, 
oh, then there's the health, you know, I'm, I'm worried about my dad's health and I don't want to make anybody sick. And so it was really, again, going back to that word unprecedented. But what I found helped me during those darker days, and just as a side note, I'm blessed. I mean, compared to struggles that people have, I'm not complaining, but for me, just in my own little struggles, it was a difficult couple of months. Mm -hmm. But what helped me was I had a little note on my desk and this may be corny. If you're listening, you may think that's pretty dopey, but it helped me a lot. It was basically win the day that I came in and I didn't really think about next week or my three month plan or my one year business plan. It was just, I'm going to come in. I'm going to try and win the day. I'm going to try and accomplish some things today and go home feeling like I won. Mm. How do you, how do, how would you address that? What would you say to me about that? Yes, it's brilliant for, and I'm going to address two different things. Did you say brilliant? I did. It's brilliant. Do I owe you money for that? (laughs) You can pay me later, Chris. All right. (laughs) No, but it is. And and I think that you hit the nail on the head and yet corny, bring on corny. I call it foo-foo, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter if it works, right? And so what you're doing, it may sound corny, but what it actually is doing, it's forcing you into the present moment. When we are in that state of uncertainty and fear, it's because we're, in the, we're looking ahead and we don't know. We, we can't see. It's very foggy, right? Right. When you're bringing yourself into the present moment, your, your interactions with your clients are going to be better. Your interactions with your family is going to be better. Your ability to know and own your state is going to be better. So what you did with that little mini affirmation there, win the day, is you did the most important thing that people can do right now, and that is bring you into the present moment. It is an excellent exercise that I would encourage you and anyone listening to do on a regular basis, whether it's a pandemic or not. When you bring yourself into the present moment, you're going to improve every relationship that you have, starting with the one that you have with yourself. So I thought that was fantastic. But I also want to go back to your comment about goals. So I think that um, people don't often go deep enough in the why of their goals. So when you're thinking about in a situation like this, you're looking at your goals and you're thinking, gosh, I can't, I can't accomplish these right now because you're looking at the superficial, I want to make this much money by this date, or I want to have this many new clients, or I want to go on this trip, or I want to lose this much weight, or whatever it is, but you're skipping the step that hopefully you took when you created the goals, and that was asking yourself why. Why do you want that goal? And then you go a little deeper and then you go a little deeper. So let's say your financial goal for this quarter, it, you, you have just a number, but why? You, you want that financial goal so that you can relieve some stress. Why? Because when you were growing up, you had um, this feeling of lack. Maybe you didn't feel like you had enough money. And so you want to provide a deeper sense of security for your family, for your kids. Why? You want them to have certain things. So when you go deeper into the why, you reconnect with the real meaning in life. And you can achieve those goals in a different way 
And maybe you'll recognize that the goal can change, but the why can remain the same. So if anyone's struggling with not achieving their goals right now, go back to your why. Very good. Very good advice. So I know we said at the beginning that you know, you're not a financial expert, although you're a successful business person. A lot of people have been financially hurt through this. Not everybody. I know people that have thrived through this, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are a lot of people, whether it's through job losses, small business owners, unable to open their businesses, or maybe can't open at full capacity. I mean, we could come up with a long list. So there's some insecurity about that. So how would somebody that's experiencing financial setbacks specifically, uh, how could they adjust their mindset to stay positive and motivated when it's in the realm of money, which I think you and I could both agree is not the most important thing, but it's, it's not unimportant either. Oh, exactly. No, it, it's important. It's important because of, of what you can do with it, right? Yeah. And, and this, the state that it can bring you. This is an excellent question. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the uncertainty and where to focus and all of that, which is what I would start with. But then if we go into, you know, there are, there are very specific issues that come up. And so I, I, maybe I'll go into a few of those. So let's take the furloughed individuals, right? So they they currently kind of have a job, but they don't know when they're coming back or if the company will maybe decide not to bring them back. But yet they don't want to be out there seen looking for work because what if they are thinking of bringing them back? It's such a tricky position. Right? It is. I have so many clients in this position right now. It is, they just don't even know what to do with themselves. But I'm going to bring you back to what you can do. There's, oh, when you can't do a bunch of stuff, there's always something that you can do. And so I think that two things in particular. One is that everyone can benefit from taking time to expand and deepen the connections that you have. Now, you don't have to be out there saying, I'm looking for a job. If there's a good chance that you might be able to keep your job, you may not want to do that. However, you can now more than ever because people have unfortunately more time to be able to talk to you. So you can reach out to people individually and get people that you may not have been able to get before to build a connection. So if you don't get to keep your current job, what might you want to do? Where might you want to go? Who would be the connection or connections that would be a good fit if that were to take place? Plant the seeds and build the connections now because you know when you wait and then it's time where you now need the job. How is your energy going to be when you interact with those people? You're going to be reaching out. You're going to be much in a state of fear. You're going to be a little bit more aggressive and less about the relationship and more about, I need a job. And that's going to have the reverse effect. So think now about those connections that you're building. The same thing applies whether you're a business owner or whether you're looking to, to grow or what, whatever it is. Those, that networking right now is fantastic. And the other thing is expanding your skills and your knowledge. So make yourself more marketable. There are 
literally way more <laughs> webinars, um, com virtual conferences, podcasts, uh, books, whatever. There's so much information out there right now. Um, get clear on the specific skills, one or two, that you think would make you hugely marketable and then go deep with those, right? You don't wanna take every webinar that's available because it's not efficient, right? And it will drain you of your energy. But do the connecting now, do the you know, expansion of the skills and knowledge and you're, you're going to be okay. What I've observed over the course of my career is on the financial front is that sometimes when they have a setback, they almost, uh, not everybody, but a decent percentage of people just kind of, they just don't want to confront it. They just don't want to look. They, they, they might not even open up their checking account statements or their credit card statement. They just mm -hmm. want to pretend that it's not there. And, and it's a coping mechanism, right? It's just like, I, I'm not going to deal with that now because, and they, and they kind of go and know kind of what you described earlier, almost like this defensive crouch, like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to look at anything. Uh, but that, that runs contradictory to what you had said in terms of trying to take control. And mm -hmm. from the financial standpoint, it would be, you know, if, if you have a setback income wise, or you have to take on some debt or whatever the case is, is to confront it, to mm -hmm. see where you are. And surprisingly, based on my experience, a lot of times, Heather, it's not as bad as the person fears anyway, that when they do look, whether they do it themselves or they get some counsel from a financial professional like myself, they may find out that it's, a, it's not as bad as they feared because your mind can play tricks on you. And in times when you're very stressed, your bias might unexpectedly go to, it's all bad, it's all bad, I can't recover, it's all bad. And in most instances, that's it, not the case. Um, so I like for people like what I would say to people in the financial realm is, well, if something happened bad financially, income wise, investment wise, taking on debt is whatever is sit down and go through it and do, do, uh, an analysis, do an inventory, see where you are and then get, do some research on what you might want to do to improve things, but don't ignore it because then the problem can just worsen. What do you oh. think about that? No, I, I think that's a fantastic point. The, the ostrich <laughs> head in the yeah. sand uh, philosophy yes. is, is not effective. And <laughs> like you said, it, it tends to be, we, are, we run very imaginative as creatures. We, we're creative and we can come up with, when we use that, that power for good, it's incredible what we can come up with, right? But we often will use the power of our imagination to stress us out and it's not as bad. And when you uncover, like you said, when you uncover the reality of the situation, then you have something to work with, then you can move forward. And I think that's fantastic. And there are two other ways that I think that this applies in the world that I wanna bring up. One is if you are um, leadership of a company, I want you to listen to the advice that Chris just gave you because the biggest thing that comes up for me is a feeling from the employees that they don't know what's going on. 
And so uncovering the reality of the situation and communicating to your people what's really going on will actually help everyone. It will help them to feel better. It will help them to help you by coming up with creative solutions. You'll increase their loyalty and ultimately your profitability. But people sometimes, because it's hard, they don't want to do it and they maybe don't have all the answers and they don't want to say, I don't know. And I'm going to encourage you leaders out there, say, I don't know, because it's better than not saying anything, right? Very good. And the other part about that uncovering is that I, I spend a lot of time working pe with people on belief systems because our belief systems impact our behaviors and take the time when a fear comes up for you or you know a thought a belief something comes up for you that's not serving you just take a moment and say is it mine because you know, I'll tell you, and one of the main reasons why I said to Dan, I don't know about this, is because I had to spend a lot of years overcoming a fear or a belief system that was given to me by well-meaning family members that... Um, you know, about money doesn't grow on money issues, right? And right. so like there, a lot of people have money issues. Money mindset is a huge, huge thing. And it, it took me, gosh, it took me about 15 years of my business where I would do really, really well. And then it's self-sabotage because I didn't think I should be doing really well. So I, I, I overcame that thankfully by bringing those beliefs into the conscious, into my consciousness and asking, is it mine and is it serving me? And if the answers are no, I get to choose. I get to choose the new belief that says, I help people and I deserve to be compensated for what I do in the world. That's a huge shift from what I grew up with. And it has enabled me to grow my business and help my other, my clients to grow their businesses in a very powerful way. But if you don't know that, and if you're living that, you're constantly going to sabotage and stick your head in the sand and not bring your bills and your challenges to your financial planner. So make it conscious and then you'll be able yeah. to move forward more successfully. Very good advice. So for the, the last phase of the conversation, and, and it's been wonderful, thank you, Heather, is um, change it up a little bit because this is the Simply Financial Show. You, you just mentioned that you've overcome some of your own money um, beliefs that needed to be uh, improved for you to mm -hmm. be successful and get to where you want to go. Do you, do you have any rules of money, either personal or business, that are guidelines that, that have helped you and continue to help you win with money? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, getting, I guess the first one is that recognizing that money is a mindset and that what it does for you and your family and the world can be incredibly powerful and we need to honor that. Um, the other one is simple. I've got simple ones, you know, don't spend more than I make, pay off my credit cards quickly. And in my business, running a small business, cash flow is king, right? And I work with a lot, a lot of my clients are very big companies, you know, financial services, manufacturers, tech companies, and their policies of paying 60 or 90 days may work for them 
that does not work for a small company. And in the beginning, I was like, well, I want this business, so I'll do it. And then I, I couldn't pay the bills that I had to pay because I wasn't being paid by my clients. And it was, it was terrible for certain periods of time until I got it, that it's okay for me to say either no or here are my payment plans. This is how I need to work in order to be a viable business. And if you want the service that I provide, we need to figure this out and make it work for both of us. And so that was a big one to enable me to keep my business running and profitable for as long as I have. I, I appreciate that. The cash flow conversation, both personally and business-wise, I think is... Um underexplored and not discussed enough. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And my final question, given that you're an igniter of people's inner fire and a successful businesswoman, and you seem to be smart with money, that was some good sage advice. Um, what is something though that you splurge on money-wise? Oh, okay. So I have my two big splurges, right? So right. I always do learning and development. I'm a, I'm, I love to learn and grow. So if I can go out there and find something that inspires me or, or conference or learn from a, a guru in a certain area, I'm going to do that. But the fun one, <laughs> the fun one is traveling. This and is adventure. the one I want to hear about. Yeah, I know. I know I you do. <laughs> so I'm an adventure junkie. So travel and adventure, I will splurge on because I believe in the power of the experience. I, you know, the memories that we make, the experiences that we have, the way that we feel for me, now everybody's different. For me, I'm going to hold on to that a lot longer than a material thing. So I would much rather spend money going zip lining in Costa Rica or um, I, I like the air. So if I can go someplace and jump out of an airplane or fly on the trapeze or, you know, hang glide or something, I'm going to do it. And the cool thing about it is that I consider this a part of my business because every time I do a crazy adventure, I learn a lesson that I can then bring back to my clients. So it's a win-win. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. Heather, totally enjoyed the discussion. Listeners, if you want to find out more about Heather, where would they go, Heather? Well, they can go to the website, which is heatherhansenoneal.com, and Hansen is H-A-N-S-E-N, O'Neill is O-N-E-I-L-L, -L. and then I also have my From Fear to Fire podcast, which you can find virtually anywhere, Spotify, iTunes, um, so check that out too, because there's a lot of really amazing people who tell their stories of breaking through fear so that they can become successful. Very good. And uh, my ask listeners, like all podcasters, uh, we really appreciate when people subscribe to the podcast. So if you haven't subscribed to the Simply Financial podcast already, please do so. Additionally, I know a lot of my listeners are already clients, uh, but if you're not a client and you're listening to this and you enjoyed the discussion, please go to my website, which is elliotwealth.com. Uh, Elliot has two L's and two T's. At the site, you could find out more about me and my team, how we help our clients win with money. You could also sign up for a complimentary consultation where we could discuss how we might be able to help you reach your financial goals. So with that, 
Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with Sage Point Financial.